This is the St. Luligan Podcast Network. This is Anna Maria. And this is Christina. And you're listening to Wannabe Fans, a podcast for wannabe fans of St. Louis City SC. For today's episode, we are joined by Jess, who is a previous podcast guest. Last Saturday was St. Louis City SC's uh, inaugural home opener. And this would be Anna Maria's uh, first ever match, um, aside from the match in Cincy. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then this was also Jess's. You went to the friendly. We did go to the friendly. I was okay. just watching from home this weekend. Okay. So Jess watched from home. Um, so I think what we want to kind of go or discuss, I guess, this time is your experience. Um your thoughts, takeaways, uh, what were the high points or if there were any low points. (laughs) And um, so let's just start with Anna Maria. Um, How did you, like, how did you commute to the match? Uh, So I met up with you and Jeff and we took the Metro in from Shrewsbury. And I'm really glad we got on in Shrewsbury because it's the last stop. So we were able to just kind of get on and sit down before the masses of people going to the match got onto the Metro because there were masses of people going to the match. I think it was like for every 15 people on there for the match, there was only one person who was not decked out in city gear. So that was kind of insane because it was like this flood of people. Um, I started getting really nervous actually because I hadn't done anything like this really before. And I didn't know what to expect. So like the entire time on the ride in, I was just kind of like in my head a little bit about it because mm-hmm. it was it's just a little bit overwhelming. Um, so we did that. We got into Union Station and we went over, we headed over to Schlafly, but we walked by the stadium first. Oh, cool. Yeah. I, and it was, I haven't done that yet. That's... It's impressive. Nice. It's pretty, you know, like mm-hmm. it's really, it's really, really pretty. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you walk by it, it was there were so many people out there that I think I took some fit, like photos and video of it. They had the Budweiser Clydesdales walking down, and I took like a video of that. Budweiser. Budweiser. Budweiser Clydesdales. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I swear I'm not drunk right now. I just. <laughs> you sound like me. <laughs> anyway, the Budweiser Clydesdales were walking down the street. Um, they had like music going and they had people just hanging out everywhere. And we finally got to Schlafly and it was just kind of insane because there were (laughs) so many people there. Yeah. I'm like, that's a big place. It is. They have the entire street shut down for this pre game party. So it's the whole street 
And then obviously you can go inside mm. and get drinks and hang out. But most people were outside. And I remember during the friendly, when we initially got there, it was, you know, there were some people, there was a, mm. uh, there were tents or, well, I think the friendly, there were tables, but this time there were tents. Mm. And so we had supporters groups selling merch and mm -hmm. then there was also like a line for beer um but the last time it was not like as crowded um this time it was also I think very cold the first time it was freezing <laughs> i think that might have been one of the key reasons why it was not yeah. as busy um or as crowded but this time it was it was gorgeous weather on saturday yeah huge crowd yeah it was um you know, I was still feeling a little overwhelmed. I'm not always the best in crowds, like just personally, it can be a lot for me. Mm -hmm. And I didn't it's really, it gets overwhelming. Really it gets fast. overwhelming really fast. Yeah. And like, I didn't know where I should be necessarily. Like I, I had, I was looking for a friend, Brian, who we met up with later. Um, and actually what kind of helped me out was um, somebody that I haven't hadn't met yet in person, Joe, who got me into the Blue and the Lou Chelsea Facebook group, um, actually like kind of figured out who I was. And then we were having a nice conversation and that kind of like, that kind of helped like my overwhelming levels go down mm -hmm. so that I wasn't so like stressed out over the whole thing. Um, you know, he, he was, he was very kind, a lot of, a lot of fun to talk to. And it was just like, okay, I know what's going on now. I'm feeling a little bit better. Um, I found um, my friend Brian, who is um, who has become a member of the St. Louis City Punks. So hopefully we can get him on here at some point. That would be fun because this is this is his first time going to um, a match as well. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, first time. So he okay. he watched. He went to like a watch party at I want to say Bethes for the first match in Austin, and then. Um, just because a friend randomly sent it to him and was like, Hey, you like punk music and you like, you like sports. So maybe you'll like this. And it's like suicide prevention and all this other stuff. And he's like, okay, that sounds interesting. So he decided to go to the watch party, had an absolute blast. So when I found him at the home opener party pregame thing, he had gotten like the sleeves cut off of his denim jacket and all that sort of <laughs> stuff by the punks and that was he was he was pretty excited and he was like I need to add on more patches and buttons and pins to this and I'm like yeah you do because it's a little bit like bare right now. <laughs> I need to talk to you later about what this uh, St. Louis punks thing is because sports and punk music sounds incredible, like the best combination oh, in the world. <laughs> so actually we can talk about it right now. Okay. So there's a couple, uh, St. Louis is lucky I think in that they mm -hmm. have different supporters groups. Okay. So there's um, the St. Louisans who sure. like support our podcast mm -hmm. and then there's. The St. Louis City Punks and their mm -hmm. big thing is like suicide and mental health stuff. Mm -hmm. Oh wow! Okay. Um, and so then there's also No Nap City Ultras, which is like the kid-friendly one. Okay. So it's like mostly for like parents and sure. kids to be in a supporters group. Yeah. Am I missing another one? There's the thieves. The thieves, right? Which yeah. they're also kind of similar to punks in in their mission. Yeah. A little bit different in that they're more community oriented. Like we went and we, you know distributed um clothing or items to the unhoused oh, in the wow. city and uh they've gone and they've cleaned up trash and and the parks and things like that so community awesome. focused and driven um and then i think that's 
And that's mostly... And Santos. Santos, Santos. right. Santos, mm -hmm. which is the uh, Spanish language group, okay. right? And then I Riot Girls, which is a part of the punks, which is their, yes. like, their, like, women's side of sure. it. And I feel like I'm missing another one, but I can't think of who it is. I, I can't. Does Florida Noise count as? Oh, I don't know if they count as a supporters group or if it's just, like, a wing, you know? Yeah. Like, to the Luligans. Um, but, I mean, I guess if you could consider yeah. them a supporters group. I've never looked into that but um they're the ones who are you know running the the chants, chants and oh, like gotcha. the drums and all of that mm. big a big part of what we do so and they also have a podcast okay um which is fun to listen to so can you be a part of more than one supporters group because it seems like they all kind of like get along or you just kind of like pick one and go with it like how does that work out uh, I can't say this with absolute certainty, but I do believe you can be a part of all of them. I mean, I know, like, it's not like you join, like, a membership or anything. Like, you can be involved in all of them to an extent. Um, because I know there's a lot of crossover. A lot of those that are, like, in um, Nonap City, yeah, they're, you know, a part of the Luligans. And same with the, the Thieves, like... They're also part of the Luligan. So I think it's like mm -hmm. an umbrella for, okay. for some of them. For some and of them. And then I think Punks is is a separate. Like they're not probably under that yeah. Luligan okay. umbrella. And I could be wrong. And please feel free to correct me. But I know that when we had USL, we had St. Louis FC, it was the Luligans. And I don't mm -hmm. recall any other supporters groups. And then once we, you know, got the expansion and we got St. Louis City a lot of different supporters groups popped up because mm -hmm. it was bigger mm -hmm. and yeah. there's, you know, a lot more people that, mm -hmm. um, a lot more like niche, uh, groups and missions mm -hmm. and goals and whatever sure. that people wanted to accomplish. Um, and so I think that's what created all these other supporters groups, but I think you could cross over and be okay. a part of all of them. I just, I, I just didn't know. I, I was talking to, um, uh, Valerie at the punks thing. I got a couple of their stickers because they're really cute mm -hmm. and a couple of their pins because I was like, Oh, that's fun. <laughs> um, yeah. Not really into punk music though, but yeah. I just was like, I like these stickers. I like these pins. And that's where I kind of thought about that. Valerie was super sweet. Mm -hmm. um, we did that for a while and then it was time to kind of like line up for the March, which was kind of, like you had to, we had to wait a while, but it was also went by really, really quickly because we were kind of hyped for what was going on. Um, there was a drone that was like taking video of us while we were standing in line and waiting. And I didn't know what to expect from that. I'll be honest. Like, <laughs> I'm glad that I wasn't doing that alone because from the March, like not to, what to expect from the March itself. Right. Mm. Right. Yeah. Because we were all just kind of standing there in this alley and. Uh -huh. Uh, some people were chanting, like starting their own chants mm -hmm. and some people were just moving forward and then they had mm -hmm. to be stopped. And then what it was really, what was really happening is we were just trying to like get everybody in a formation of some sort. And mm -hmm. then, you know, they had people who were leading the march with flags mm -hmm. and smoke and all that. So, yeah. 
quite a production. We had to wait for a long time too. Um, it, it felt like a long time. It was probably <laughs> only like 20 minutes, but it feels like a long time when you're standing yeah. on the street trying to get to a place. <laughs> right. And I was completely unprepared because mm. when we did the friendly, we marched, like we went down and made a left and there was the stadium and we just yeah. walked into the stadium. But this time, oh my gosh. So this time it was like, we, I don't even know what direction we went, but we kind of curved around some buildings like and then, yeah. And then we came to the stadium and we walked by all of one side of the stadium before we even went in. And it was so had a parade route. We had a parade route. <laughs> yeah. No, seriously. It was wow. like, it was like a miniature parade. And we, we were up front. Um, I, think that was Jeff who kind of like was like, we're going up front, right? Jeff wanted to be up front because he wanted to get his ticket scanned first. <laughs> oh my there gosh, was, was no... that seriously the reason? Yeah, there was no, it was not related to the march itself. Oh my that's gosh. Fantastic. I thought, I thought the best reason. March. I thought that's why he wanted to get up front is to like enjoy the moment or whatever. That's really funny. Yeah. Um. So we were up front, which was kind of cool because like, everybody saw us first as we were walking mm -hmm. and people were like actually like standing off to the side of it and like filming it. Mm -hmm. There were people in like the apartments who were um, like looking down and they were wearing like the city gear and mm -hmm. stuff. And it was just like, That's it was awesome. insane. And then when we got by the stadium, everybody's looking out from like the different levels in there. And like mm -hmm. the Hellcat, like down yeah. at the bar oh, yeah. Yeah, windows. Uh -huh. Yeah. So all the windows, all the little open air bits that they could see us, everyone's cheering and we're <laughs> doing the chants. Everyone's joining in and there people are holding their scarves up. The flags are going all over the place. There's smoke. It was phenomenal. It, it was amazing. It was so much fun. And I, I had no idea what to expect. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is so much fun. You know, <laughs> like when we finally got in, I think, I, I don't, I don't really remember much until like the, we did the the TIFO, right? Because so when you come when you come in, if you mm -hmm. come in with the march, then you go in, you scan, and then everybody gathered up. So there were like two entrances okay. into the stadium. So the side with the supporters groups, mm -hmm. there's two entrances. Mm -hmm. And so essentially what they did is, you know, everybody's already in the stadium, mm -hmm. they're seated or getting food or whatever, but we marched in together and like so it was okay. kind of like a moment where the supporters groups are entering the stadium for the first time. And so there's chants, the mm -hmm. drums, you know, people holding up their scarves, mm -hmm. super loud, super exciting. Um, that part for me felt very overwhelming and a little mm -hmm. bit stressful, even <laughs> though nobody could see. It's not like everybody was looking at me yeah. specifically. Right. It just still felt like a really big moment. And yeah. I just didn't know how to like, feel in it you know I don't know because it's not yeah. what I'm used to in my previous experience of marching into the match you know we were walking in at soccer park we walked through like this parking lot and went and scanned our wristbands and mm -hmm. we just walked up to section eight but you know this is a very different size field and mm -hmm. <laughs> <in> stadium <laughs> so yeah anyway after that Take it away, Anna Maria. <laughs> I I know we got up into the supporter section and it was basically already kind of going crazy because people were still carrying on the chance, even though there was not really much going on, and just everyone's talking to each other, getting to know who's standing next to them, all that sort of stuff. 
I do want to say whoever sang the national anthem did like a fantastic job. Oh, that was incredible. It was like actually like incredible. Probably one of the best ones that I've heard. Wow. She did so well. It mm. was so good. But like I heard that, but I didn't hear like any of the commentary that was going on that they had like pre-match because they had people talking. They had video up at the South End that you could see them talking to people and doing some like pre-match festivity stuff. Mm -hmm. Couldn't hear any of it because everybody in that stadium was so freaking loud. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, like everyone was so excited to be mm -hmm. there. So yeah. it was just, it was just like con constant, constant, constant. Yeah. Like I mean, especially being in that supporter section. Yeah. Like, I yeah. Can't even imagine. Yeah. So yeah, uh, hyped up a lot of those people were. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I remember the national anthem and then the TIFO came after that. Right. Yeah. Um, there was a moment of silence for the Charlotte Anton. player. Mm -hmm. Uh, that passed away during the training in Florida. In in the middle of it, I thought that people were being disrespectful because I heard clapping, but it was actually the team that was clapping mm -hmm. for the moment of silence, which I thought was like kind of cool because it was like you could see them all standing and clapping mm -hmm. down um, by their bench, which was neat. The TIFO, which, you know, we, we only just discussed in the last podcast episode because I didn't know what it was. <laughs> was a lot bigger than I anticipated. I don't know. I wasn't expecting that. Yeah, it, it was huge. And this is a part where I think we could get two different perspectives because we have us in the stadium and then we have Jess mm -hmm. who is watching on TV. Did mm -hmm. you actually see the TIFO like unraveling? So I don't think I did, but I do have, I did see a photo that somebody posted afterwards that I think is the same thing and it's like the coolest photo I've ever seen in my life it's just it was like the stadium and with like because the the TIFO had like the flag on the St. Louis flag on it yeah it? yeah and the crest and then it had two separate yes TIFO, and I guess they were like banners sort of banners yeah they kind of came down the side yeah yeah but there was a there was a photo that I saw and I'm sorry I don't remember who no. took it at the at the moment but it was like of well that was unfurled and there was um what was it city down one of the other sides i don't know how they did that but the cards yes so people carrying them later yes yeah the cards but like i didn't see that because i was under a tifo so i had no idea what it looked like i'm like there's something yeah. and it has big white and red on it and that's it so seeing it after the fact was right. really cool but yeah there was just a photo of like the stadium like facing down towards like the courthouse and the arch and i'm like oh this is just like the this is the coolest picture i've seen in forever yeah <laughs> yeah it was like it this, was this like it, this is just sort of like people in the city are so excited for this. Yeah. And it's amazing. I don't know. And I have to say, as someone who has zero, and I'm not being like hyperbolic, I'm I'm serious, zero artistic like <laughs> abilities in, in terms of like painting and drawing. Yeah. I can't believe like people were able to create that. Like that's just, I look at it and I'm like, that's amazing. It's so it's crazy. It was so good. Um, but I didn't, I didn't even know what it looked like yeah. because obviously the first time anyone other than those who created it mm -hmm. were seeing it was that night, yeah. but Anna Maria and I were just underneath it. <laughs> so we're just unveiling this TIFO. I can't even reach it. Not tall enough. So I couldn't even reach it. So I'm just, my hands are up. Mm -hmm. And I'm not even contributing to holding it up. Yeah. But let's all pretend that I was holding it up. Like, you know, if you're at a concert and somebody's crowd surfing, you just want to make sure in case it falls. Just in case. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, <laughs> so, so uh, yeah, that was really cool. And 
Anna Maria got to experience holding up a tifo. Yeah, because I was tall enough. I you were to, tall I just enough. Oh, lucky Cole. Okay. <laughs> lucky Cole. <laughs> Somebody actually said, and it was Joe, that they thought that I was taller mm-hmm. than I actually was because of maybe like a my profile picture or something. That made me laugh just because I, I've never heard anybody say that before. No. <laughs> Usually people just gauge that I'm like, I'm short. But <laughs> he mentioned that and I was like, yeah, no. Yeah, no, sorry to disappoint no. you. Five I'm foot one. I've I've been five foot one. I've been five and three quarters. <laughs> I've been five foot two. So you know you're short when you count those quarters of an inch. Absolutely. They gave me. All three quarters. I was five two and three quarters for a very long time. Finally made it to five three, and I've stopped there. So exactly. <laughs> for, for reference, for people who are just listening, I'm five ten, so I could reach the tifo. Yes. Yeah. So, so Anna Maria <laughs> Again, was holding up the tifo, and I was pretending <laughs> to hold up the tifo, and we were under mm-hmm. there. So that was that was uh, you know an experience that we had had kind of discussed in previous podcasts and so Anna Maria got to have that experience firsthand yeah and then so once, like where like in the whole grand scheme of how big this thing is like where about where you guys are do you probably like dead center yeah like, okay. closer to the top <laughs> but in, to the in the top. center in the center okay. yeah um because of where we were if you if you looked at I don't know how much they showed at the supporter section inside the broadcast but we were behind the flags basically yeah that okay. everyone had there gotcha. was a row where With there were all just flags, flags. Mm-hmm. yeah and we, we were, were right behind, behind that, that. okay mm-hmm. yeah like literally right behind it yeah so then the tifo goes down and then what's next the soccer match starts oh i thought that was gonna be a trick question i was like <laughs> what's next and i'm like um, wait there was a soccer match too i don't know there was yeah. a soccer match yes there was i thought it was just a parade just a parade yeah. <laughs> that was my very like clean cut transition to the match has started now yeah. what <laughs> yeah exactly Which, let me tell you this match was a first experience for a lot of people and it felt like a first experience for me because I have n- never witnessed and this is just me I've never witnessed a team play like Charlotte played I've never oh. witnessed that level of like drama in a soccer match so I'm just saying that as we're going to this segment <laughs> I'm also coming in new <laughs> okay. I thought it was fantastic because I'm like oh my gosh this is actually happening this is my first time being a fan of a sporting team that I am actually interested in the outcome so it, you know like you're standing there there's a chance going you're on your feet it's all really cool and I'm just like I don't I don't, I don't know what to do with this. Like, I was just having a great time. It was a little bit uh, sad because, like, the, the first goal that was scored was not us. It was Charlotte. Yeah. And so it was like... Was a bummer. It was a bummer. But it was also just one of those things where it was like, oh, no, are we going to lose this? Because <laughs> right. Oh, it sucked. Well, for it was so much build-up for... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it did, it did kind of, like, my heart kind of sunk a little bit after that first goal mm-hmm. and I was worried but I was like there's a lot of game left to yeah. play I think they scored in the 25th minute and so that gave me some hope you know because that was pretty early on but 
we did have to hang tight for a good like 15 minutes <laughs> before we were able to have our own point <laughs> which at that point i was winning on the the goal prediction because i predicted we would you know draw one one i just felt like that would be an interesting start <laughs> sure but yeah no we had an own goal um which they was, had an own goal they had an own goal but like oh. yeah it, it was funny <laughs> because from our end i couldn't see it because i saw klaus i saw his head up there and mm -hmm. then there were two charlotte players so all their heads were coming in together and then all of a sudden we're cheering, you know, and I think I missed it because I think the flag caught me um, just <laughs> at the right time. But I do remember seeing their heads go up and then there is a goal. And I was like, you know what? I'll take what I can get. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? I, okay. Yeah. And then the energy, like, what was yeah. that like? Because so oh, many things happened. It was insane because like er everyone just went wild. The thing that I didn't like so much was that there was like beer all over the place. And I think some of it was unintentional, but I'm pretty sure some of it was intentional where people were just like mm -hmm. kind of throwing their beer out. And I was like, if that was okay. a $10 beer. What are you doing? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, this, this These are a, blues prices. Okay. <laughs> this is a waste of a perfectly good beer. And nice. now it's on me. And I smell like beer now. <laughs> My hair is crunchy. No, <laughs> exactly. not, not a good look on anyone. <laughs> no, no. So that was, that was not cool, but like everybody's like high-fiving each yeah. other, giving each other hugs, like really excited. Yeah. And it was just like, it just kind of kept the energy the entire time because mm -hmm. of that, that then we're tied up, right? There were some other things I didn't like. Uh, I don't remember when it happened, but it was, it was the, the chant that came up where they were calling one of the Charlotte players a pussy. And I was like, oh. this is not okay. This makes me feel very icky. This is like very misogynistic slur. And I don't know where it came up. It was like behind me and to my right. Yeah, that's when, so one of the players, Capetti, there was a moment where he, him and Berkey uh, were like head to head. And I don't know what they were arguing about, but everyone else was on the other side of the field mm -hmm. at this point. And so the play is still going because yeah. he's like, there's no reason like everybody's up and so they're playing but capetti ends up walking down the field and right when he gets to the middle he just sits down in the middle of the field and then he starts grabbing his ankle and kind of rolling and so everyone like there were people behind us that were you know they were saying you know you're a pussy and mm -hmm. that's just not really the type of language that we want to promote yeah, um, it's, it's, a, like, it's a misogynistic yeah homophobic kind of slur it is a slur it's yeah, not, yeah. It, there we have no problem cussing on our podcast mm -hmm. right we don't have problems with curse words in general mm -hmm. but we do have problems with slurs and that was used yeah. as a slur and yeah there's so much better ways to insult yes. somebody <laughs> yes. yeah. there are so many better ways to insult somebody than saying yeah that. yeah and it's no. like i mean yeah it was kind of a all yeah. the thing that he just went out in the middle and did that yeah. it was very dramatic but like, like are you throwing a temper tantrum what's happening yeah i guess what right. she said but, right like a temper tantrum and we we have <laughs> like there are chants for kind of digging at players that are diving or that are sure. you know 
putting on those types of displays that are fun, you know, that yeah. are you don't have to cool. be mean about it, but <laughs> and like rude to other people in the process or right. whatever. I don't know. And then yeah. you know, just chanting like "fuck you." We're on a bigger scale as far as coverage, and a lot of eyes are on us. Yeah. A lot of people are watching and kind of like taking note of how like we present ourselves mm -hmm. as supporters, as people, and not only that but like that's just not okay in yeah. general no matter where you are yeah and so it was oh and and before you know we had people like um sarah or mitch or brad and we had a smaller group so mm -hmm. there was a little bit more like control but mm -hmm. now we have such a huge group that yeah. it's really like we have to take it upon ourselves to call yeah. people out yeah and and shut it's down hard. those types of yeah. activity in the stands because mm -hmm. like you know there's no nobody like patrolling you know to make right. sure people are but not like, acting like we can do better than that <laughs> we can be more clever than that yes we can we can do better than that yeah we can be funnier than that yes. yeah there's so much more that we can do right so, we're way more creative we are yes yeah they're so, the slurs. So yeah, but that happened, and that was what that was like the drama that I, as far as like on the field, that mm -hmm. I had never witnessed before. And I'm mm -hmm. sure it's happened. I'm I'm sure that Capetti is not the first. Mm -hmm. Um, but he he had already. I was already paying attention to him because when he scored on us, like when you're watching it, they mm -hmm. they don't show this, but what he did after he scored is he ran up to us and he did like the cradle gesture like we're babies and so i already knew i'm like he's like, gonna okay, bring hey buddy bringing the drama to okay me. buddy and we've had that happen so many times i've seen that happen a lot but like he he was not just like provoking us but he was just doing some weird ass shit <laughs> like sitting in the middle like he just walked and then he's just on the ground mm -hmm. and i'm like what is happening i've never seen this before and the the ref is just continuing the play because he didn't see anything no, no he's he was like, so far away he just sat down i don't know what you can sit down if you want i guess <laughs> and let me say this for the record but the referee uncle he should have gotten a raise or a promotion <laughs> or like some additional compensation for that match. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because I swear I've never seen anyone like have to like corral people like in terms of like, this is where you're supposed to be. This is why I'm giving you a yellow card. This is why. This is it was why. like herding cats for him, I think. He was like, I was thinking you go herding here. toddlers. Toddlers, I don't know. <laughs> Anytime there was a set piece, I felt like he was like, and you come over here. And, and then you... they would go back. And yeah. then he'd bring them back over. Like, and then no. they'd go back. <laughs> that was both teams. That wasn't just like Charlotte yeah. or just us. That was like both teams that were just like all over the place. <laughs> exactly. So it, it was funny to watch that happened but i think he deserved like a raise or a promotion or whatever you get <laughs> a bonus but, yeah and then yeah then we move to our next goal because the rest of the match is basically like we just said there was some drama a lot of you know moving people to where they're supposed to be <laughs> and redirecting and um i i felt like we were pretty aggressive. I there was a lot of energy. 
Like oh, yeah. all, Definitely all the like way it. to like the 80th minute. I felt like we had so much energy mm-hmm. and I really like, I was pretty impressed by how we were like charging and making attempts for the goal. Like there, I don't even know what the shot on goal. It was higher for us because, so this is a tip for anyone else just learning soccer who might be a newer fan who doesn't know all the players or can't keep track of it when they're playing in front of you. What I did during it is I got on the city park Wi-Fi and I pulled up like just the Google search and I would look at the mm. timeline because it would tell me who scored when. Cause like you couldn't hear yeah. the, the announcements or anything in there yeah. when um, someone scored or when some, someone got a yellow card, but that would tell you because yeah. it has the player's name and the updates pretty quick. It's like within the next minute. So yeah, mm-hmm. um, I used that to kind of keep an eye on what was happening when I didn't, I couldn't tell what was happening. Yeah. Um, so that was really useful. Uh, I know at halftime it was two, one for us. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't, I mean, the, the second half had less drama, I feel. And I just want to back up a little bit to what you were saying, because that was, that was really important. Um, another thing that City does have available on the app is you can go to what they call the match notes. And somebody basically breaks down like every person that scored like an overview of, you know, the match. And then you can get, you know, if you're interested, um, it'll tell you like the total shots versus the shots on goal, foul, uh, offsides and corner kicks. And I do have to say that although I, I will not say with confidence that I understand the offside call, <laughs> I do know that I, or I learned that, you know, the assistant referees, the ones that are standing on the sidelines and they're not running with the players are, um, they have a flag mm-hmm. and when they put that flag down in front of them, that's them calling that they're that's them signaling to the referee um, that it's offside. Oh, okay. And they, they generally or almost always go with what they say because sure. they can, they, they're, they're, they're going to have the best point of view. Yeah. 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 The best <laughs> point of view. I was able to actually tell that something was, you know, an offside call only because I was paying attention mm. to the assistant referee. So mm. if that's something you're interested in, if you're not, no worries. But as I'm trying to like learn, that was something I paid attention to is as they were making a run mm-hmm. with the ball, like I was looking to see if he was going to put his you know flag down or if it was good um, because usually they'll blow a whistle and then it stops the play. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's and then they get really they like throw their hands out like what? Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that happened a couple times. <laughs> it did. I I want to if we're on the point of things that help people out. Yeah. Um, the other thing is I know that the Lilligans released an app, and it's just called Saint Lilligans. I have it on my Apple phone. I don't know if it's on Android as well. It's I would, not yet. It's I not tried. Yet. They're working on it. <laughs> They're working on it. Yeah. Okay. I um, look for it. <laughs> point point of that is is I realized belatedly because i didn't know at the time of the match that they got like the florida noise um songbook on there Mm -hmm. because there were some of the chants that i didn't know about and i was like i don't know what the words are so now i feel like an idiot because i can't (laughs) i can't join in when everyone else is joining in and i couldn't Mm -hmm. always make them out either yeah just because of how loud it was yeah um but it is it is in the app so i'm like this is great yeah it's great 
So you can actually just pull it up even while you're there. And if you're not sure, you can just kind of look them up. And I don't think anyone would judge you for that because you're trying no, to participate, no. you know? No, I, so, I saw people doing it. And then I also saw people who were videoing like all the chants and then putting them online (laughs) for people to learn them for the week prior to the match. Florida noise was posting videos of the chants, um, like almost like music videos. Yeah. It was really cool, but there are ways to learn the chants and it's okay if you don't know them all because some of them are new and like they're new to people who have, you know, supported St. Louis FC. I didn't know all of them. Some are very like easy because it's like, Dance shot, with somebody shot, and shot, shots. But the uh, the thing that I think is interesting is that there are points where you want people to not be chanting. And I think that yes. not everybody is on the same page because yeah. when our we had um you know an penalty opportunity, kick. a penalty kick, and people thought that we should be chanting during that and other people thought we should be completely silent yeah you don't want to distract them exactly (laughs) so we were trying really hard to tell people like stop chanting that was a little bit tricky um because i can see where they're coming from right yeah you know encourage them but we we don't generally chant when someone is taking a penalty kick which that was interesting for me because apparently the reason why he got the penalty kick was because one of Charlotte's players was um, had a handball. So the referee called a handball, and oh. I didn't catch I like, that. I didn't either. Handball? I, there's no like, way. I guess he just like, hit it with his hand or something. You <laughs> watch the VAR, or if you watch the replay, there it's almost impossible. Well, it was impossible for me to, to see it, but the only way I think it was called is because the ball is coming, mm-hmm. and then you see that it's, like it's coming like into frame. He's mm-hmm. here and no one can see what I'm talking about because <laughs> I'm talking into a microphone. But basically the ball stops when it gets to him, you know, like it falls back to the ground. So yeah. handball. Something stopped that trajectory. Yeah. And <laughs> they were all, of course, back to my point where, you know, the referee needed a raise. They were all like, no, no, no. But at that point, we got the penalty kick and we scored and it was awesome. <laughs> I love that. And so you go back to my least favorite phrase that I've learned so far in soccer, which is clinical. And yes, I think yes. I turned to you then and I was like, and I, you know, did like the quotation marks with my fingers and I was like, clinical. clinical. Yes. We hate that phrase. We hate it so much. Yeah. Um, but it was a beautiful, it was beautiful. It was goal. beautiful. Right off the top. We love to see that. Those yeah great great goal and so then we go into the half and i'm not really remembering what the half time i think we just all stood around and talked yeah there wasn't really anything that happened Mm -hmm. during the half time period um so we all just hung out for a while and then back to the match um yeah and then that second half, the 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 last goal for me was entertaining to watch online. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you remember it because you were watching it. Like, but 
Jeff and I were confused. Who was the who was it that scored that goal? Klaus. Okay. So what happened is their goalkeeper threw the ball out. And then the player went yes. to kick the ball back to the goalkeeper, but it was a sad kick. Mm-hmm. And so Klaus was right there <laughs> and just just made contact and curled it around the goalkeeper and scored. <laughs> and it's like Every goal felt like a gift. <laughs> it, I mean, it really did. I mean, the second one, it, all of them. Um, yeah. But I just, if I back up before that, I have to wonder what Coach Carnell said to these players in the locker room to just, like, get them back on the field and dealing with the chaos that was Capetti for the rest <laughs> of the match. Because, like, how do you strategize around that? It was, like, not what I expected. And I'm I'm not familiar with plays, but I know that they were going for chaos. I could tell. <laughs> they were just going for pure chaos. Charlotte or us? Charlotte. Charlotte, that's what I figured. We, us too, but ours seemed a little bit more, like, organized chaos. <laughs> and theirs seemed a little bit like, let's see if we can kind of, like, knock them off their toes. Like, like we don't want them. Sneaky chaos. Yeah, like. <laughs> and I, and part of me wonders if, like, the whole drama with Capetti was, like, a setup. <laughs> Like, do they do that? Do okay. soccer teams do that? Is I this like I, the, the I, soccer I, version of like WWE. Or... <laughs> no, I yeah. gotta say, I gotta say it, it has to happen to some level because, like, for every single sport, there's an element of gamesmanship, right? Sure, right. And everything that Capetti did was just pure gamesmanship, right? Like, yeah, it's just, it's just, how do I work this to get people riled up? How do I work this so that I can stall for some time how do i how do i make things so that other people have to respond to me instead of me responding to them right and that's gamesmanship and it has to happen like yeah some of it it might not be 100 percent planned but he's thinking about how to do that when yeah. he's there you know and i think that would that would definitely throw me off but it seemed like we were able to move past it i mean when he was head-to-head with berkey it was like clear that we were level-headed and just like come on like yeah move on and then there were other instances where people seemed a little bit like what the hell (laughs) is going on but he was out there he was the drama and I kind of loved it (laughs) but (laughs) I would like for our future matches to be a little bit more like I don't know like just chaos but organized chaos and i would love to be able to identify some level of strategy on the other team i just want to interject for a moment yeah because i would i was going back through the the game like plays and like the sports app that i use I yeah just like yahoo sports um because i couldn't remember who had scored how many goals yeah and like what the final score was and one of the uh one of the like official like stoppage and play comments on this app says Enzo Capetti is writhing in pain and play has been suspended for a few moments. Uh, that, that, <laughs> like, that's probably what he was just like sitting on the ground, grabbing his no, ankle. I watched it happen. I thought he was walking back to keep playing. And then he just, what? And that's he just the literal official down. comments here. 
Yeah. He just sat down, like in the middle. <laughs> no one was around him. No one touched him. And he I think sat that's down. when they called his, I think that's when they called offside. And that's when he, like, everybody continued to play and went to the other side of the field. And then he stayed and, you know, he was like, what? And then <laughs> somehow he engaged with Berkey. And then he walked to the center of the field, sat down, and then he went off the field, you know, with um, the team. And then he came back. Yeah. Two minutes later, uh, Charlotte's Enzo Capetti looks okay and returns to the pitch. <laughs> he must be fine. Apparently that ankle heals yeah. fast. <laughs> but surprisingly enough, he didn't, he's not even on the misconduct summary. He didn't have any caution or yellow. But that's, again, that's gamesmanship. Yeah. That's how you toe the line and Just get right under there. their skin, but then don't actually get in trouble for it. Exactly. I think it's great. I wonder what player's going to do that for us if we have a player <laughs> like that. Yeah. I know Tim Parker had a pretty decent uh, caution, like, when he tried to do that slide. Like, I think that was supposed to be, like, a pretty – like, that should have probably been a yellow card, or at least people thought it should have been a yellow card. But do you remember, like, it was, like, the 45th minute, and he, like, slid, had both – feet in that slide and totally knocked that player off his feet. I remember that. <laughs> and I remember being like, oh no, that's that's yellow. And they <laughs> he gave him a caution. And then obviously there was a lot of like they were trying to argue with the referee about that for a good minute. Sure. And that happened a lot. Like yeah. basically the whole match was just, you know, uncle walking around and everybody following him <laughs> saying why was he wanted them to be somewhere then they weren't there then they weren't there or, or they, were, they were supposed to not be you know yeah it, yeah <laughs> but yeah so overall i think the match was fun to watch as as far so as fun. like the match itself yeah. was very entertaining absolutely um, even on tv it was very entertaining yeah. to and engaging to like Sometimes I like I love sports, but sometimes I have that issue where it's like, if nothing's happening, I'm like, I get bored and I drift off. Yeah, it kept me engaged like the whole time. That's great. Yeah, I I do want to say because I was watching it and it just looks totally different. We we went that morning to the Amsterdam mm -hmm. to watch the Spurs and Chelsea play. And it's Arsenal. so and and Arsenal. Mm -hmm. Um, fuck Stan Kroenke. <laughs> anyway, um. One of the things I thought was like different from EPL to MLS was just how much scrappier it was. Mm -hmm. Like everything in, you know, like how we were talking about this like idea of the chaos that was out there. Like it was just scrappy. Mm -hmm. And in, in the Premier League, it's very it's very clean most of the time. There's not as much like I don't, I don't want to say there's not as much drama, but there's not as much where you feel like things are a little out of control. And this mm -hmm. felt like things were out of control in a very fun way. Yeah. And I really, really enjoyed that. Like, I was like, I, I will watch this anytime. Like, this is <laughs> this is so much different. And it was so much fun. It was so much fun. That's awesome. That is true. It does feel kind of weird when you see them, like, like if they're doing a set piece and everyone's just kind of, like, pushing each other. They do this thing that it's just, like, in my mind, I don't think it should be happening. But obviously – it's fine, but they'll be like waiting and they're all, were they all in the net at one point? <laughs> he had to bring them out, but they, they all like <laughs> shove their hands on each other and they're like pushing each other. And at one point, I think it was Blom 
and he was like pushing on Capetti, mm-hmm. and then Capetti was like went to the referee like he's pushing on me. Like, Everyone's pushing was, on like, everyone. Get back into your spot. But that's yeah. <laughs> Essentially, that's how I saw it. It was like kindergartners, like you're trying to get them in line to go to recess. He's touching me. No, he's not. He's on our side. But yeah. To ourselves, boys. I really wanted, I, I, like every time I see that happen, I'm like, is that allowed? Because that feels very hockey-ish for everybody to be like pushing each other and gra- what they, like, grab on each other. It sounds like it's so much more like it, it, aggressive. Yeah. Like anytime I've ever really watched soccer before, I guess has been, you know, Premier League or something like that. Yeah. And like, yeah, it feels much more physical. Like you said, much more scrappy and like they're like in the dirt. Because like, if you knock them over, yeah. then it's a foul or yeah. caution. But like if you like almost rip their uniform off, that's really, okay. That's fine. <laughs> I think it's weird too because you brought up hockey real quick. Hockey, you do something bad, you go in your little box and you come back out a couple minutes later, typically, right? Yeah, usually. Depends on how bad it is, but yeah. But like in in soccer, you're down a player if they get a red card. Mm -hmm. Your team just permanently doesn't have another player on the team. Yeah. That's just it. Really? Yeah. You have to do something. So really so, wrong. So not I, just for two minutes, like it is in hockey. <laughs> no, no, the no. Rest like, of the match. The rest of the match. You're no down subs. a player. No sub in for them. That's insane. Yeah. So like I think that the line that they have to walk in soccer is more interesting to me. Yeah. Because like you I, can't I just haul that. off and punch someone because your team's gonna be down a player like you can in hockey, you sure. know? That's right. Um, but it's I, it's really entertaining. Because yeah. you can see it like play out on the field. You can see those dynamics happen, and mm-hmm. it's like, oh. They really don't like each other. They're kind of yeah. like posturing mm-hmm. like they're gonna do something, but will they? Like you know, yeah. it's, it's, I don't know. I, I find yeah. that very entertaining. The referee has so much power because yeah. they can decide. They can decide if this is going to be a caution, a warning, mm-hmm. a a yellow, a red, mm-hmm. and it's so. I don't know. I just think it's interesting how they interact with each other, knowing that it's not always objective. Mm-hmm. Like it could be up to the ref to just throw up a yellow card, but they'll go for it. And I think that's just like to Anna Maria's point. That's just being a player, player manship. Player manship. Player manship. <laughs> <laughs> We're keeping that in. <laughs> player manship. I mean, yeah. I don't think I would be as interested in watching soccer if it was all clean cut anyway. So the other thing that I wanted to comment on, because we're kind of at the end of the match at this point, was like you you know that it's good when then after the win, everyone just stays. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And people stayed, no, like literally for like a good 20 minutes just cheering. And awesome. like it was it was kind of crazy. Like I had goosebumps during that. I really did. And I know that we won't always win but it really felt incredible to start the season this way with two wins i know it's early but it's still just like that felt so good to be there for the first match here in st louis and see them win three one i predicted two one so i'm I'm a little (laughs) bit more positive than christina is but um three one was even better so i I don't know. I loved it. Jess, you're gonna have to come out with us sometime. Yeah, absolutely. Like we we my my husband and I had talked about trying to get tickets. They were just we we couldn't do it last minute. We waited too yeah, long. Yeah, they got really expensive. <laughs> yeah, they got pretty expensive. But yeah, yeah it, I mean, going to the friendly was amazing. I can't wait to see an actual like match that counts for something. <laughs> yeah, no, it's gonna be 
it's going to be a really cool season mm -hmm. and it's going to be cool to see all the rivalries and mm -hmm. the ups and the downs. And I know that, um, like that, that win felt so good. Um, and it also feels really good when they, you know, like the players and the coaching staff mm -hmm. come like up to your part of the section mm -hmm. and like acknowledge you. And, I don't know. I, I think it just makes you feel like you're a part of you're a part of the team, you know, yeah. like not in like a cheesy way, but <laughs> in like um, this is bigger than just like I come to watch, yeah. uh, you know, a game. Absolutely. Um, and so we have a lot of matches left to mm -hmm. go and I'm excited Because of the advent of the tailgate parties and pre-games for St. Louis City SC, we decided to start a new segment called Tales from the Tailgate. Uh, Christina, you had something happen, didn't you, at the tailgate before the game, right? I did. So Jeff and I were on the side of Schlafly, like the, the entrance, and we were walking like we were going to go around the building. And anyway, we run into this woman who is double fisting two draft Schlafly beers. And she approaches me and said, um, Hey, I'm looking for the soccer stadium. Can you tell me where it is? And so I turn around because the stadium is right behind me and I just point to it. Yeah, it's like a block away. Yeah. Right? It's very close. Yeah. Visible. <laughs> Visible. So she says, oh, I thought it was going to be much bigger than that. And I didn't know how to respond because to me it's huge. So um, anyway, she's like, yeah, my friends and I were downtown drinking and partying and they all went home. So I decided that I was just going to stay here because there's a party here. <laughs> and I was like, okay, have fun. And she's like, can you tell me how to get to the stadium from here. And I was like, just <laughs> walk that way and don't stop <laughs> until you get there. And she was like, thank you guys so much. This is really nice. I wonder if she ever made it there. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, honestly, my directions weren't great because there was a tiny building between where we were and oh, she the stadium. She definitely got lost. She, so got lost. <laughs> she may not have made it. Also, there was a street. And that's where the Clydesdales were walking. So the Budweiser, the Budweiser. <laughs> I hope she had a fantastic time. I hope she did too. And and I she say sounds this, very fun. <laughs> I say this mostly because you know I I aspire to be like her yes. in a lot of ways. And so this is not to Holding make fun of two anyone. Holy beers. Yeah. Yes. Wanting to go to the soccer stadium. What yeah. sounds good to me? You, you just want to be where the party's at. I just want to be where the party's at. And yeah. sometimes I have to make myself want to want to be where the party's at. Exactly. So. Exactly. And, yeah. you know, she inspiration, really. had no intention of going to the match or anything. She no. just wanted to be where the party is. Hey, that and is okay. That's fine with me. Yeah. So, so it's a great way to experience sports. If this sounds <laughs> like you, uh, let us know if you actually made it to the soccer stadium or if you got really lost. And maybe we'll buy you a Schlafly beer. There yeah. You go. I hope you had a fantastic time. Let's be friends. Today on We Are Never, Ever, Ever Getting Back Together <laughs> is... 
<laughs> is the uh, Facebook fan groups pages for St. Louis City SC. A lot of them have kind of devolved into like a really toxic, toxic. <laughs> we don't know words. No, we don't. Not tonight. Buds wiser, playermanship, toxicative. Words are hard. But anyway, what I was trying to say was that they've devolved into a really toxic and negative environment. I don't know if it's just that there's so many people that are in them that like the admins can't keep up with them, or if it's the sort of people who are just throwing around their opinions. But it's just been really gross. And so I left them this past weekend because I just didn't feel like that was something that it was, it was, like, it was like taking a toll on me to like, read people's reactions to others. And I know we brought it up before where people were just being unnecessarily rude in those groups. And of course, it's not all groups. I'm still a part on the, the St. Mulligans one because that one uh, seems to not have the same problems that some of the other public fan groups have with people commenting in the Facebook world. Yeah. But... It's just, it's too much. Right. And even though you can choose to just scroll past it, why would you even want to be in a group where it's consistently, it's not like one thing every now and then it, it feels like most of the conversation is, you know, toxic. Yeah. Hmm. And I just, I think that part of the problem is that those aren't supporter group pages. Mm -hmm. So they're just free for alls. Like, it's just kind of oh, random okay. people that started them. And then mm -hmm. it's just like, you know, admins that aren't necessarily associated with the soccer group or with a supporter group. It's just people. Yeah, just people with a platform to say whatever they think. Yeah. A lot of people are arguing just to argue. And yeah. I don't yeah. I don't get that. I mean, I just don't. And that's not the energy that I, I want to commit to even if I can just scroll past it like why would I even be there like I'm not gonna, yeah I'm not going to contribute and I'm not going to comment mm -hmm. on anything and but I am always tempted to read the comments because sometimes it entertains me a little bit but yeah. most of the time I'm just thinking like why I dove in on a couple of them because people were being unnecessarily nasty and I'm like yeah this is not the point like why are you doing this and I'm just like I can't deal with that and mm -hmm. I there's no reason to there's no reason to put myself through that yeah. or I'm seeing it or you know somehow associated with it in any way so um if that's been your experience with some of these like fan groups that have come up I would just invite you to maybe join a supporters group instead where there's just a little bit more control over like how people behave mm -hmm. um versus that <laughs> yeah and just know that that's not really the majority I don't right. think mm -hmm. that when you look at that kind of like behavior in a Facebook group, that's not really indicative of how like soccer supporters really are. Yeah. Um, and that's why I think uh, to Anna Maria's point, like I would just join the St. Luligan's public group page or another supporter group. I think you can get the same information and have the same dialogue, but it will be more meaningful and productive mm -hmm. and probably, you know, more entertaining because the people in those groups that like you can still dig and you can criticize things and whatever. But like, I think people do it in a little bit more of a respectful way and, and less like complaining. And then also it's usually more creative and entertaining. <laughs> yeah. There's no reason to like surround yourself with that negativity. If there's yeah. other more positive spaces to get the same sort of agreed experience. Yeah.
Anna Maria and I mentioned in a previous episode that during the World Cup, we started following a Facebook group called MLS Memes. And it's exactly what the name describes it as. It's just a page about MLS and funny memes. And so in November, when we introduced the kit for St. Louis City SC, um, they posted a meme that says, nobody, the St. Louis City SC kit. And then it was a picture of the Purina Friskies gravy swirlers. <laughs> it is almost the same color of pink as yeah, City Red. It is. Yeah. Yeah. And then they put like they put the um, crest on the <laughs> side. And so I think that was pretty entertaining. <laughs> um, like, yeah, no, it's, it's, yeah, I see it. <laughs> yeah. And so then after we won on Saturday, they posted a new meme and <laughs> it said, Austin and Charlotte be like, and then it's a picture of a man. And then there is a hand that is feeding this man and he looks very reluctant to eat it but a scoop of friskies ocean whitefish and tuna dinner and that's not even the best part because that part <laughs> that part was entertaining but the best part is that at the bottom someone made a comment saying i did nickname them the st louis puppy childs last night cat food is close enough i guess and then someone nicked named our team kitty city sc I mean, which is, which is ironic because our last one, our last podcast episode was called Hellcats, and it's yeah. just like Kitty City S. Kitty City. <laughs> Kitty City. How do you like that Friskies? <laughs> yeah. so, so how do you like them apples? How do you like them how Friskies? How do you like them Friskies? <laughs> someone said, I prefer Gravy Swirlers FC. <laughs> gravy Swirlers FC. Which is also pretty good. Yes. It's pretty good. Yes. But I think that this trend <laughs> will prove to be entertaining um, in the future. So I'll be looking out for that. But yeah, overall great meme and you know maybe we can entertain the the nickname kitty city sc i love it not for real but you know for, for fun for the lulz thanks for listening to our episode if you have any other tales from the tailgate that you would like to contribute to our show please send us a message on instagram facebook or through email or twitter and we hope to see you soon at one of the upcoming matches